0: Alright lads, this podcast is a member of the Vices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit vicesofwrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions and updates across the world of wrestling. Sometimes you get bored of N64, so let's watch wrestle till our eyes get sore. We Lots love the Teppoli, but there's so much more wrestling round the world. Welcome everybody to Sarah and Sarah, wrestling around the world. Welcome back to this episode, and it is me, MDK Sarah, Big Sting Sarah. And today, she's back, and she's better than ever, got a knack for making things better. It is Sarah Classic.
1: Hello everybody, I'm back after a short absence, maybe not too short, longer than it was meant to be, but I'm back.
0: Glad to have you back. It's the two Sarahs. It's not Sarah someone else or Sarah singular. The two Sarahs.
1: It's the two Sarahs and we're back. Um, I unfortunately haven't watched a whole lot of wrestling but I was at three shows in the past week or so. Two weeks ago I think at this stage. Three weeks ago. Um, so I've got I've got those to talk about and also the little bits of wrestling I've been watching as a um,
0: wife of wrestling fan. <laughs> that's that's more than enough. Let's let's be real. Like when you think about it, I, I always say like, oh, I've only been to like, I don't know, like 20 shows this year. And it's like some people get to go to one show a year or two shows a year. Like I'm so selfish. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've only been to like three shows, but I I guess a lot of people would watch more than three shows. I haven't really sat down and watched much wrestling outside of um, WXW Shotgun, which I haven't even watched the the latest one, the Shotgun XL, but I I watched a few leading leading up to the fan. The first few of the new series, which I really enjoyed, and then the two WXW shows and the one progress show in Germany, and little bits here and there with Alan. But I haven't watched any WWE. I haven't any New Japan. I, I'm, I'm out of the loop, people.
0: Well, we're going to Tag League in a few weeks, so we'll be right back in that loop.
1: Yeah, for sure. I might even go to an Irish wrestling show before then. I haven't been to one since the Trinity Ball, which I only have uh, vague memories of after I poisoned myself with alcohol that night.
0: That yeah, that was a rough one, that Trinity that Trinity show. <laughs> that feels like it was so long ago. It's like, all, like a distant memory for me.
1: Yeah, it really is distant memories. I don't know what I was doing. I had these thoughts that maybe not to drink beer, even though it was really, really warm. And I normally only ever drink beer. I had ideas that maybe the toilet situation might be bad. So I got myself some vodka, which does not agree with me and then it was the hottest I've ever been at a wrestling show inside and I managed to drink the vodka probably in about 30 minutes which was a really bad idea and they weren't selling water in the venue and yeah I got pretty drunk and ended up getting cans at halftime and drinking those too (laughs) (laughs) because I was thirsty (laughs)
0: man never mind water need the cans (laughs)
1: there was was no water well I couldn't find any water and then I found out later that there was a vending machine that I could have gotten to in a different building part of Trinity or I probably could have bought water as well at the bar where I bought the cans to be honest but (laughs) that was a bit of a trick
0: probably just as expensive buying the water as the cans because that place in Trinity it's a student bar so it's like, yeah, it's what, four cans for like a tenner or something. It's it's something ridiculous and cheap.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's bad beer, though. It's like cheap beer. Oh, it's disgusting.
0: But it's, you'll drink it like.
1: Ten minute walk away. So it wasn't as if, like, I went to get water after I drank the vodka, like, to watch the show and it wasn't there. And then when I went on my walk, I ended up buying cans, which is a really bad idea. But I was drunk, so that's what happens.
0: It sounds like a, a good old Irish night really. Yeah. I don't know what happens.
1: And I made Barry get sick. <laughs> yeah, Barry shot a Jägermeister, And Barry got sick in the pub.
0: I think I went home before then.
1: Yeah, I'd gone home as well.
0: It's, yeah, I I left just as it was getting messy and we were like what were we doing? Like we we're on the road and I was like, Okay, we're getting we're going on the road now. I think it's time to, to leave. When we were all sitting on the road,
1: talking shit at like 1am. Yeah,
0: Recording podcasts. That shouldn't have been recorded. <laughs> uh, get the phone out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to say? Shit in the pint glasses. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, so that was my last rest, Irish wrestling experience. There's been many shows since then, which you attended most of, I think.
0: Yeah, I lost my voice at many. Been caught on camera at many. Been abroad. To some shows, it's been yeah, it's been. I haven't really watched that much wrestling on television. Like I've been watching Shotgun every week because I kind of make it my point on Wednesday nights, like that Shotgun night. Um, but as for other promotions, I haven't really been keeping up to date. I don't know when the last time I watched WWE was. Yeah, like I'm not just
1: trying to be cool, I just don't have the time. I'm super busy at the moment, between college and work, and I just don't have time. I joined the gym, I think, six weeks ago, and I've been twice since, which is not great. (laughs) I need to start going there more often.
0: You can watch wrestling at the gym, or is that too much? Is that too far?
1: No, I could. I got a new phone now that doesn't have a smashed screen, so I probably could watch some wrestling on my phone. I'm on the cross trainer or something.
0: Yeah, that's an idea.
1: Yeah, just have to find a way to download it.
0: I think on Vimeo, if you want to watch some WXW, Vimeo, you can download stuff to watch offline. Yeah. Pretty handy. Um, I've done that before for flights and stuff, just to have, if I want to watch like little snippets of something, Vimeo's a great one. Vimeo's so much better than, high, uh,
1: not high spots, but um, Pivot Chair.
0: I, yeah, I really, really don't like pivot Share for anything. I, I think I don't understand why promotions use that over Vimeo because the interface is I'm getting kind of nerdy. The interface isn't as good. You can't really download things, and the Vimeo just works better for me. Yeah, it does. God, we really are co-opted by WXW. Literally everything they do. We're like, it's just so much better. Even the you know file sharing service they use. <laughs> so much better.
1: <laughs> so much better. Uh, thank you for the media passes, by the way. Wxw <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it. See Tag League. um But we're not co-opted.
0: Not at all. Not at all. Let's let's be real though. Even like if we had zero connection, even people that like it, people that don't have any connection to wxw in any shape or form are saying how good it is so oh it is
1: like so it was gary on twitter today to say saying that ott and wxw were the best two in europe and i absolutely agree, agree with him um i'm gonna say ott is probably better for the dream matches and joe is just making some seriously sick matches for this four year anniversary and Bringing all over all these Dragon Gate guys for the fan shows, well, like it—it's amazing, and I its beyond what I would would have ever expected for Irish wrestling, and for it to be, in my opinion, like better than the other promotions for that type of wrestling is crazy that it's happening in Dublin rather than one of the many promotions in England or Scotland or anything like that. But I think when you look at the homegrown guys, the regulars on the roster it's WXW is the best in in that regard. I'm not saying it's better than OTT. It's just, it's different. OTT is better when it comes to the dream matches and WXW is better with the continuality and the weekly TV show. And like their guys, as I said on Alan's podcast, all the WXW regulars who mainly wrestle in WXW and might only do a few German or smaller European shows aside that, your likes of your Monster Consulting, your JFK, your Julian Pace, Ilya Dragunov—they all look like proper wrestler stars. They look—they wouldn't be out of place on, you know, your WCW your WWE. They look the part.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. I completely agree. And even going back to—I'll I'll go into Rev Pro um a bit later because obviously I went over to the British J Cup, but Rev Pro have access to all the the new Japan guys. But it's the OTT matches that are kind of making waves because they're doing something different. Like, the Timothy Thatcher uh, Minoru Suzuki match was definitely the one that really sent shockwaves through the internet. And, and I think poor Jamesy uh, had to have a good old sit-down after he saw that announcement. <laughs> like, stuff like that. Like, I never thought we'd get to see that in Ireland. I never thought we'd ever get to see that match. And OTT are just going out there and doing it. And that on a show with Walter against Will Ospreay in the main event. But it's it's WXW that's engaging every single week. And the way they're developing all these stars like JFK in the past few months. They've just come on leaps and bounds with this fresher than new moniker that they have. And then there, even their interactions with Tim on Shotgun Neuter Week, you know, you can see that there's stuff building and growing. And I'm so excited for Tag Me because of that, because there's so many different ways that can play out. And all these different stories of the teams going into it, it's, it, it's great storytelling. And that's really what WXW pride themselves on.
1: Yeah, and it's real slow burn storytelling as well. Sometimes I'm not sure if it's too slow burning, making people into stars. It takes so much longer than say an OTT, um, but again, I guess OTT really had no other choice than to, I guess, move people along quicker because they were starting much later than WXW, if that makes sense. But um, all the characters in WXW have their own storylines going and and that and like you can see even like the progress show, the Big Wembley show, like it's WXW guys that are in all. Well, most of the main matches, you've got Ilya versus Pete, and you've got Walter and Tim, who are pretty much WXW guys. I know Tim was big in Evolve first, but really WXW is his home. That's where he lives, that's where he wrestles now, that's where he's most well known for his good matches.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's really sad seeing like the Wembley card and it's like what stories are really going on here? <laughs> Like, that they've developed themselves. Like, you have Matt Riddle's, like, last indie match. Well, that's, yeah, that's a story because he's going to WWE. Then you have idiot Pete, which has been mainly built up by WXW. Wal- yeah, you have Walter Tyler, which is just, yeah, Tyler won three matches in a row and he gets to be in the title match. It's, yeah, Progress's approach is baffling to me considering they are seen as the biggest company in in europe
1: i think that's going to change i think it is with a lot of the hardcore european wrestling fans i think a lot of the americans still just look at progress because that's what they know and that's what they've been exposed to and as well the wwe tie-in and that would lead people in to that as well but when i saw the two shows back to back the wxw fan show in hamburg and it was followed up by that progress show which was it, it, it just wasn't anything <laughs> like the best way to describe it is i don't know i i don't know if you have but i'm sure some of our listeners have if you ever go to see monday night raw live i'm talking like the actual monday show that's on tv mm. and the show happens and you're enjoying the show and then the show ends it goes off air that that was like up to the point where it was a WXW fan show. And then the overrun where the wrestlers come out again and do some sticky stuff for the crowd. And then they have these like six man matches and they do some extra stuff. That's what the progress card felt like. It felt like the overrun of Raw for the live crowd that wasn't on TV. That's the best way to explain it. It was just so nothing. It was they didn't have most of their top guys over yet. Um, I felt like they weren't making any effort at all Zack Sabre Jr was in the building and they didn't have him booked I don't know
0: I don't want to be so negative I suppose but I feel like in this WXW progress relationship there's definitely one party contributing a lot more to it than the other (laughs) and it's it's becoming glaringly obvious that one of them isn't really interested anymore because now they have a bigger relationship going on elsewhere
1: that sounds about right but they have to realize that they went to a new country and their fans came out to see them and they just did not deliver whatsoever the show at Wrestlemania weekend that I went to I went to the first of two it was similar I didn't enjoy it I didn't think there was much to it, it I don't know it didn't feel right but it wasn't as bad as this this hasn't made air yet, I don't know if it will I mean it probably will, their camera crew didn't even show up until the second match Um, it started late even though it was midnight, it just really felt like thrown together on the night that there was no effort put into it and you think that if a a company went to another country to put on a show they're going to bring their A game you know but I guess I was happy in in a sense um, that when progress. Twinned with Evolve in America, Um, the numbers were probably more than twice the amount of people showed up for Progress than they did for Evolve. Whereas here, I would say it was like 95% full for WXW. There were some seats, but it was scattered. Like most places would call it a sellout. I think WXW said there was some standing room. And then maybe it was, if it was 95% for WXW, it was probably... 65% 65% for progress there was definitely a drop off in people more people went home than arrived for sure it was it wasn't empty I think I talked to some people beforehand and they thought that it, it would be pretty empty but it didn't seem empty it was definitely more than half full but it, it wasn't a great turnout but there definitely were some hardcore progress fans who had traveled especially for this um from England and other places and also then the German progress fans who obviously. Not everyone travels for wrestling shows, so I guess this was their one chance to see progress this year or whatever, and that's what they got, and it was just the WXW wrestlers coming out again in most cases, and the 198, and um, the Grizzly Young Veterans were on the card, and Ginny was on the card. I know disrespect respect to these wrestlers, like, but that was pretty much it for the, from the progress side.
0: <laughs> the the curious case of progress really does continue. Like looking at Wembley, an OTT announced fan their their fan appreciation night for the exact same day. And when like th- that was built up for ages, they didn't announce the people for ages because obviously they were waiting for a uh, Fight Club Pro to get Project Mayhem sorted out. And I remember when the names were announced, it's it, you know Seaman, T Hawk, and and Miko Sedamora. Among others. I actually got really, really annoyed. I was like, (laughs) I'm going to, you know, a a company who have been under delivering for a while now. And I think that's fair to say across the board. They've been under, under delivering considering the amount of talent that they have at their disposal. Instead of a company who's putting on shows of the year nearly every single time they put on a show lately. And... And I wouldn't really say that about, you know, anything, but it's true. And I'm missing out and and I'm going over and spending a lot of money to go sit in in a big Wembley show where they haven't really hyped up anything. And of course, there's been some things due to injury and New Japan, you know, like affiliated wrestlers like Zach and, and Will. But I got really, really angry. Like, the Wembley card is great, and I know it's going to be a good show, because it has to be. They have to, you know, step up their game. For God, I'm so annoyed I won't be at OTT, because I know that's going to be a great show.
1: Yeah, it's a tough one. I, I see where you're coming from. I used to travel to London quite a bit to see Rev Pro and to see um, Progress. Well, not to see them, but to see my brother and his kids and then I'd go to those shows as well. But they're away a lot now and I don't really like the whole experience of traveling to London because you get to London and you have to travel ages to get into the city centre and I don't know. I've kind of stepped away from going to London. I haven't been this year. Um, I definitely need to go see my brother and the kids at some point. So I'll probably tie it in with a Rev Pro show or maybe. Who else wrestles in London? Eve, I would go see an Eve show, maybe. Yeah. Um, something I probably wouldn't go to Progress again because I won't be able to bring the kids. But yeah, you are doing that travel, and it like it's it's a fair enough slog. I think it's easier to get to Oberhausen than it is to get to London city centre.
0: You're, you're probably right. Like I went to London for the Ali Pali and Eve, yeah. and it is a slog. Like it is long journey times, and once you're in Oberhausen, you're in Oberhausen. It's you're not gonna be traveling longer than like ten minutes to get somewhere.
1: Yeah, and getting from the airport to the to Oberhausen itself is pretty easy compared to the buses, and then you have to get a train and then the train and the underground, or when we go, we go into Stansted and we get this two hour bus, which is horrible to get into the city centre, because it's just e- like it's easier, but it takes longer. Mm.
0: Um, but yeah. Do you
1: wanna
0: go into well, I suppose you really talked about it a lot. Uh, your experiences in Germany. Anything different? Anything that really stands out to you? Obviously, you don't have to run down all the cards because no one really wants to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> the good stuff. The highlights. The highlights. The highlights of the trip. Sorry
1: for cutting you off on your, on your Wembley thing there. We'll get back to it. We'll come back to it.
0: Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry.
1: We're, we're going to come to it. Um, so, yeah, we went to Hamburg on Thursday. The day before, Fan, and we tried to take a boat tour, but we messed up and missed the boat tour. And um, walked around Hamburg, very nice city, went to a restaurant that Alan went to when he commentated, I think it was three years ago, at Fan in Hamburg called Peter Payne. Um, he was just ranting and raving about this place for three years. Like, oh, when we go got to Hamburg, I have to bring you to Peter Payne. It's so cool. You really like it. And to be fair, it was pretty cool. And um, if you guys come, I'm going to make you all go there. Um, it's just kind of cool because they got like trees and stuff inside. And, but it was just burgers and chips. Like it was nothing overly fancy. It was just a nice kind of a pub. And then we went to the miniature Wonderland. Mm. Mm.
0: I saw pictures actually. And I was like, this is interesting.
1: It was the world's largest model train set. And it had like different parts of the world in miniature form and it sounds really geeky, and I just like thought we should do it, but at the same time, I was like, it's probably going to be pretty lame, and then I went in, and when we saw the first part of it, we were like, this is kind of sad, and then we went upstairs we are like, oh no, it's so cool, look at all this stuff, and yeah, I, I enjoyed it, it was really busy, but it was cool, and that was it for Thursday. Friday, we actually got our boat tour, and it was very nice, except for a, the tour guide was all in um, German, so we didn't know what they were saying. So we are just kind of looking out at stuff and enjoying the scenery. Very nice, Hamburg, beautiful, the lake and stuff. And then we went to a chocolate museum. It was called the chocolate museum, but I think it was actually a chocolate factory. And we got shown how chocolate was made and we got to sample chocolate at every stage of production. And I thought Alan was going to get kicked out because he was like a child from Willy Wonka. He was just like <laughs> grabbing at extra stuff, being really greedy and stuff and like sticking his hand under the chocolate fountain and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, we're definitely getting kicked out of here. But she tolerated him anyway. And <laughs> we got through <true laughs> to the other side. And it was, yeah, it was nice. Uh, then on to the Mark
0: Ithala. Am I saying that right? I think so. Mark Ithala. Mark, 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 yeah, go
1: to, that. to experience Das power crowd for the first time. Meant to be the craziest, most hardcore German wrestling fans, and they didn't disappoint. It was, it was good times. It was, it was nice. The venue itself inside um, kind of felt like the tivoli of everyone in the tiv. If the tivoli was nice first and. <laughs> <laughs> If everyone in the Tivoli had a seat and was comfortable and kind of raised up around, you know, like the ring felt like it was down and all the people were kind of up around it. That's the dream. Sorry, good.
0: I'm just like, that's the dream. Yeah. It, I like that. Yeah, it,
1: it was, had the energy of the Tivoli, but people could see and like everyone could see. I mean, I can normally see because I get a floor seat, but I mean, everyone was seated except for there was one standing area like football stalls and the stage was really cool set up and I would love to go see wrestling there again it's one of my favorite venues I've ever seen wrestling in it was really really nice um like the national stadium but on a smaller scale the Irish national stadium but on like it was shrunk down to about I'd say 600 people maybe that could be generous five six hundred people
0: nice and nice and cozy Nice and cozy. A little bit bigger
1: than the amount of people that were in the Tivoli, but everyone could see and was comfortable. Um and yeah, the fan show was great. That was Zach
0: against Andy, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, Zach versus Andy in the main event. Um, but the best match of the night was the tag match, um, Ring Camp. Um it, it was meant to be Ring Camp against Sexy Star, David Starr, and Jack Sexmith, but Jack said Sexman had some problems and he wasn't able to to be there. So he was replaced by Ilya Dragunov. And that was... Replacement. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was revealed until like the match had started and the place went nuts. And yeah, it was just such a great show, great match. Um, I was sitting beside Shauna, who loves everybody in that match. And she had a Walters fan that she'd made. Action quality is probably her least favorite of the four wrestlers in the match. And she was just, she just goes to me, she just looks at me and she goes, oh, it's like a dream. <laughs> she was so excited, but then she was so conflicted and she didn't know who to, cheer, who to cheer for. And I think in the end she went with Ilya. I think Ilya is secretly, I mean, probably, she is going to listen to this. So I'm guessing that Ilya is in fact her favorite of the four. I, I could see it. I could see the emotion when they're all going against each other. I think Ilya is her guy.
0: In in times like that, things like you reveal your true self mm. when all your favorites are against each other. In that moment, the if you cheer for someone and you're like, oh god, you're like, no, that's who your favorite is.
1: Yeah, I think Ilya is her favorite. That match is incredible. You need to go out of your way to watch that one. Watch the whole card from top the to bottom, it was really, really good. The Bobby Gunn's Mary Solani match as well was really good, and Doug Williams versus White Muller was that kind of British style. I don't know. I'm going to say RG Barge type wrestling because I don't know the right phrase for it. But don't
0: worry, yeah. we don't we don't have to use all the right technical yeah. terms. Yeah, no, it's
1: okay. <laughs> People know we haven't taken bumps, you know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> sacrifice for this business. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone in a ring before, like, is that not enough? Have you? I took to take a picture with Eddie Edwards. <laughs> was that in Dundrum? Yeah, it's a good old Mill Theatre in Dundrum. We were at that Maybe, show, yeah.
1: Eddie Edwards. I remember there was a guy on the card, I uh, hope he's not listening. I think he was called, like, Mr. Dundrum, and he kept going, Come on, Dundrum. That was the same. <laughs> Come on, Dunrum. He had all these really dodgy tattoos. Somebody help us out with his name, if you're listening and you know who it was.
0: I can't remember that card. I just remembered. Oh, I don't know. I remember just being. I was in the front row as well, and I was like, "This is strange. Why is there like no other? Like, why is this on a stage? (laughs) Like, what's going on? And why is Eddie Edwards on this show?"
1: That was the dark days of Irish wrestling.
0: Poor Eddie Edwards.
1: <laughs> that was after, like,
0: the, was it IWW? Yeah, it was. Yeah,
1: but it was after IWW like stopped running the forum down Watford and stuff like that when it was actually semi decent. Strange. Yeah, there were some dark times. I went to another show in uh, some alley or something. My 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 memory's hazy because I I was new to Dublin. I'd just moved up to Dublin, so I don't really know the Andrews Lane.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um,
1: Went to a show there, and that was hot trash as well. We left towards the end because the hardcore match just looked gross, and we didn't care. We're just like this; just is really sad. These people are killing each other in front of like fifty people.
0: And fast, fast forward to 2018, we have um, pre- we're pretty much a new, new Japan territory. So
1: yeah. <laughs> we got Timmy Hachiro versus Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, yeah. In the stadium, which is quite a nice venue.
0: Yeah, oh how things change. Yeah, um, but Germany, yeah,
1: <laughs> Germany. I yeah, back to Germany. The fan show was great. It started off with Monster Consulting against JFK, and I was a little bit nervous coming into this. I like you know I love JFK, and it's kind of wanting to reveal myself because I do love those boys, but they've been pretty bad as late. They they haven't been nice people, so I feel like you have to. To cheer for our bosses at Monster Consulting, especially with empowering our bowling tournament in three weeks that I'm behind those guys and you know. But I, I was worried that JFK were gonna win here.
0: I have a feeling that JFK and I'm really sorry to say this. I think they could win tag league though.
1: I think they could too.
0: They'll like they'll sneak it like.
1: Mm-hmm. I could see a JFK versus Ring Camp final.
0: Yeah, I think after their interactions lately, especially Tim being so disapproving of Francis's behavior, them getting the win over Walter and Tim in the finals would be a great storytelling. Yeah, it would. It would make sense. But at the same time, I think Monster
1: Consulting could do it. I genuinely think they could. That. They can go win as champions and mouth champions, nobody's done that before. I think it's possible. Um, but also as a wild card, WXW have started to use Aussie Open a lot lately. Mm. They they've really kind of they've gotten bored with the Aussie Open thing and they are using them, so I would not rule them out at all um as a potential winner that they could use the wind to project them as a main player in, in the tag team division?
0: I'll, I'll get into it a bit later, but I saw Aussie Open were against Bandido and Flamida at the British J-Cup last weekend. And like, I've always liked Aussie Open, but that match really opened my eyes to just how good they are. Yeah. I feel like they can work any type of match and be good at it. Kyle Fletcher especially has come on leaps and bounds. Like, this year alone, and I would be completely on board. Like, that's the thing. There's no one in Tag League that I'd go, eh, I don't really like them, wouldn't see them winning. Like, there's people I don't see winning. But if they won, I'm not going to be like, oh God, where did they win? But Aussie Open, they'd be right to kind of get on that bandwagon and keep bringing them in for tour dates because they are gaining a lot of traction from everyone right now. I don't think there's a one person out there who doesn't like them because they're just proving themselves all the time.
1: Yeah. And CCK, Brooks and Gresham as well would be a real throwback. They were in the first tag league and it seems that like Chris Brooks is doing more and more WXW dates and I know WXW would probably love to have Gresham do more WXW dates. It's just that they were thrown together kind of at the end that makes me think no, but it, I think it's very possible as well.
0: Yeah, I'm glad that um, Chris Brooks has to be pulled out of Bola this weekend due to injury, but it seems to me that he'll be okay for Tag League because he was just announced as being against Tetsi and Naido at Red Pro's Global Wars just a week after. So I was like, oh no, please don't let Brooks be injured, like... After all the shitty luck he's had with partners, don't let him be the one to get injured now, but I think he'll be okay. I
1: hope so. I was really sad to hear he was out of Bola. There's always next year for him. You know, it's it's not the end of the world, but it probably feels like it right now.
0: <laughs> and he's one of those guys, you know, he's such such a big fan. Yeah. Like, you know, like he's probably like, I forgot to say, like Bola is like the tournament to be in. Like, if you go back, okay, it's probably not what it used to be, but it still has that name value and I suppose nostalgia could you use that word yeah am I pretending to be like oh I know bola back in my day it was the tournament to be in but that's what it feels like and yeah next year I think if he keeps on the path he's on now he'll be a lock-in for sure he's gonna be
1: a big deal In the next, well, he already is a big deal, but as other people go on to WB and he seems to not be going on to WB, his stock's only gonna keep rising.
0: Well, yeah, he's getting that match against Nido, so I think he made the right choice.
1: Yeah, um, hey, then we moved on to Oberhausen, we took the train, and we didn't meet Alan, ended up not going to uh the progress show. We got past the with Patrick from the Media Center, not co-opted. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Patrick. He's becoming a DDP yoga instructor now. Oh, nice. Um, so if anybody wants to learn DDP yoga in Germany, hit up Patrick uh, from Media Center. He's getting trained. Uh, he's taking some courses to become certified in that and he's going to start training or teaching it in Germany. He's after losing 100 pounds for DDP yoga. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's a big deal. Hundred pounds is a lot. That's that's a whole human. That's yeah, that's a that's a whole small human. Um, so he clearly knows what he's doing with the DDV yoga, and he's inspired to help other people now. So um, give you more details on that. He said he needed our re- retweet power when when that comes uh, <laughs> into play. So good luck to Patrick with getting set up with that, and we will let you know when he's up and running um but yeah the WXW show in overhausen but weird to see it like more more empty than usual mm. it's my first time not at a big weekender in overhausen a smaller show with just the locals um rather than all the international fans and all the fans from other parts of germany who come together for your 16 carat and your tag league it was just the overhausen crowd mainly there was a few few people that had come over from the UK and, and Ireland for it, but a small, smaller amount. Um didn't look empty by any means, but there definitely was less than what would be there for a tournament. And the setup was no ma- major difference, so they still put the effort in. They still had the, the Turbine Haller looking great and the big screen and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, we had some crazy matches on the show. The David starr during Simmons um, double counter, well, last standing match. Sorry for the spoiler. And the main event and the tag match again, Monster Consulting Ring Camp and Aussie Open was crazy. Um, Melanie Gray winning the title. It was, it was really cool. It was a good moment. There was a little girl at the front who all night, she was young. She was probably only about eight. She had these pom-poms and she had a bow in her hair for Melanie Gray. And she was going crazy when Melanie won. She was chatting for the heels all night. She was like an Andy fan as well. It was ridiculous. <laughs> She's a little kid who loves the heels. Um, but yeah, she was so happy when Melanie won. It was like because she's a heel and but I really kind of felt for her because she's, you know, the original WXW women's wrestler. And for her to finally get the belt, it was it was a feel good moment in a way, but she was also just such a bitch that it was kinda of hard. It was <laughs> you know, kind of. go, yay Mela. But yeah. And what else do we have? Chris Wolf and Millie McKenzie was a lot of fun on it. Chris Wolf is just hilarious to watch wrestling.
0: I love Chris Wolf. She's just like she just oozes happiness. And that's what you want. You want someone like that, like going around with that wolf mask. She's not a <laughs> name. I can't remember what the name is. But I love that. I'm like, that's what I want to be like. <laughs> yeah, no, she's so
1: happy all the time. Like you can't help but smile when you see her wrestle and that and Millie McKenzie, I never saw wrestle in the UK because I don't follow like the promotions that she wrestles for over there but god she's so pure and innocent and sweet isn't she
0: oh she's great and I'm like she's 18 (laughs) she's 18 years old and she's making these waves like making all these WXW dates already to think what she's gonna be like in five years yeah like once she gets a bit more comfortable and kind of develops, I suppose, on the mic and stuff, like she has a wrestling ability. That's not a question. Yeah. But once she gets really comfortable, like she's getting to do some fun character stuff right now and Fight Club Pro, her and Pete are like the, the bruiser mates and stuff. Which is which is good to see. Like she's developing the character. Yeah, she's she's gonna be a massive star for in years to come. I'm really enjoying her segments on Shotgun, backstage
1: ones and stuff. I just think they're really funny. Because she does seem awkward and unsure of herself, but that's probably what a 18-year-old wrestler should kind of act like, you know? <laughs> Can't all be Leo Rush. <laughs> oh, God. Do we want to? I think he's funny. <laughs> Such a little shit, like. <laughs> it is pretty funny. Um what else do we have? Oh, we had JFK qualifying for Tag League.
0: Oh, at the expense of Emile and Dragon. I know. At least Emil has another
1: match for Tag League.
0: Yeah, that's true. What's Dragon gonna do though? He's gonna do our draw for our bowling tournament. <laughs> that's he's booked on Tag League weekend, everybody! We booked him! <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure he's doing other stuff too. He is going to be there on Tag League weekend. So I'm sure he's resting somebody.
0: I hope he wins. Yeah. And, and not, I hope he wins the Oberhausen Open.
1: <laughs> he's a champion in our eyes anyway.
0: Yeah. And I'm very happy for your brother that he
1: gets to see Emil.
0: Yeah, I'm going to. I need. I hope Emil's selling merch because I want him to meet him.
1: I'm sure he will.
0: I'm going I'm to make
1: this happen. Never see Emil around the merch table, but I'm sure he will at the Fan Expo or something.
0: Yeah, well, if not, I'm actually just going to, like, track him down somehow.
1: (laughs) Media centre.
0: Yeah, Emil, I hope Emil's doing media, and then I'll just, you know, like, Emil, you have to meet my brother. And (laughs) then I'll bring him over to McDonald's or something, and it'll be great.
1: Play date for Emil Satoshi and your brother.
0: Yeah. Making, dr- making dreams come true in Oberhausen, Germany.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that was Oberhausen. I preferred the Hamburg show. Um, I'm not sure if that's because I was... like, No, I, I, it was better. It was better. I was in better form for the Hamburg show than I was for the Oberhausen show. I was a bit tired and stuff. And But, yeah. The Hamburg show was slightly better, but this show was really good, too. Um, did you watch this one back?
0: Um, I watched all of Hamburg and I got halfway through the Oberhausen one and I just haven't got a chance to go back and finish it but I know I will eventually.
1: I couldn't see a whole lot of the David Starr-Jaron Simmons match but I did see it was c- crazy. So I, I, at some stage when I'm... Oh, there then. Um I'd like to see that match like, properly on TV. Yeah,
0: I haven't watched it yet, but I do know that uh, it's urine against Dave, David again uh, at Tag League, hair versus hair. Who's going to win? I hope it's Yearn. but they didn't specify which hair it is. Like, is it the hair on their heads or is it body hair? Like, they, they you know? It's the hair in their heads it's for sure. Oh, I don't want to see, I'd rather not see any of them bald, to be honest. I don't think it would be flattering on either.
1: I don't know. I can't call it. I, th- I think Joran's going to win, but I'm not sure.
0: I think he needs it. Not that he needs it, but David Starr is a star. Like uh, uh, No, Joran is too. How do I say this? Joran deserves it more because he was out injured and this will give him momentum and get him back up in, you know, the main event picture. Whereas David Starr doesn't really need that to ever be put in to that sort of position I suppose. And Jaren has much nicer hair than I would Also, yes, that's the more important point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest here, he does.
0: Lovely lovely blonde locks. Lovely blonde locks.
1: And hopefully he'll be there with his full head of hair at the Oberhausen Open.
0: Yes, definitely. Selling his shirts. <laughs> Um,
1: I believe we have five wrestlers confirmed from the Oberhausen Open have they all said they're playing or some of them just planning on coming to be there
0: I think some of them are just planning on coming to be there I think this is something I'm going to have to clarify with them all yeah Um. before final decisions are made Rotation is playing though yeah he he even entered the Google Doc and I was like "Oh, <laughs> you didn't have to do that you're not like one of us <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was very cute yeah I, I, I personally invited him
1: because I just kind of felt that he's not on Twitter a lot and he might not have seen it and I would feel absolutely awful if I didn't invite him but he was so happy to come but he was the only person who got a personal invitation but everyone else is invited Like, don't wait for an invitation the only person who got an invitation is rotation because he's special
0: you have to take care of him yeah I will he can take care of himself. He's a man now. Still, though.
1: Yeah, no, Jern's not allowed bullying.
0: I'm, I'm just picturing you like just like wagging your finger at them, like to stay away from him, and him being like, "It's fine, it's fine." He's <laughs> like, "No, it's not. Bad influences. They're bad influences." <laughs>
1: oh dear. Um, but we're closing the registration.
0: Yes. So I don't know when we'll get this out, but it's closing when Shotgun comes out on Wednesday, so we have time to organise things. Yeah. You're like because it's a WXW event, everyone like shot when Shotgun's out, it's closed because then I don't have to like work out you know time zones and stuff. Yeah. So yeah.
1: The registration has slowed up a lot, though.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I think there's people that are going to tag league that haven't registered, and I'm like, well, if we don't put your name down, I can't really confirm you as playing.
1: And I heard somebody's not playing, Mister Arnold. Furious? Why not? Because he's a
0: Tory and he's going to Jim Smallman. (laughs) Mm, mm, No, no comment on that. Fellow voices of wrestling can't really say anything. Can't say anything about it. I'm telling that's you about that's it. the first person I've heard that's going to it, so that's good.
1: <laughs> no, two Shauna's friends are going to. She asked them to come to bowling, and they said they already had tickets for Jim Smallman. So that's at least three people. They're all English as well. Of course they are. <laughs> well,
0: who, who else is going to go listen to? Hiya! <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. I should really stop this. I applied for media for Progress Wembley, so. Um. <laughs>
1: Sorry for burying them. They're not going to listen to this anyway. So you're okay. You yeah. can speak in and do media. I probably won't get it anyway. <laughs> Tweet was so funny about the Simpsons when they got all the bull boys down to the basement for, to get collect their mountain bikes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what's happening. Oh God. <laughs>
0: Yeah. No. I. I mean, I'm not. I, I'm not going to blame anyone for going to Smallman's thing over uh, over bowling. It's it is a confirmed WXW event. Yeah. And this was just this is just like a ragtag tournament. Yeah. Filled with uh, messers and miscreants. It's all people that wouldn't have went anyway.
1: I don't think we're dragging anyone away from it. To be honest. No. No. Definitely not. It's just people that would have been hanging out in the hotel lobby and some wrestlers that probably would have just went back to the hotel lobby as well. And just to be clear that we are probably going to collect money from people, but this is not something that we're earning any money off. It's not something we're selling tickets for or we're going to earn any money from. Every single penny that we collect from people for this is going to go on this.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah, this isn't a money-making racket at all. No. Sure, if I wanted to make money from bowling, I'd actually enter <laughs> tournaments back home and, and try and win. Um, No, God, no. This is just for fun. And everything, all the money's going towards the lanes and prizes and just making it a fun night, really. Yeah,
1: for sure. that That's it. And we're going to have the wonderful Dirty Dragon do a draw as he was voted as by the people as the official to do the the draw.
0: An overwhelming winner, actually, really.
1: Yeah, I voted for Tommy. (laughs) Don't tell him.
0: (laughs) Do you think he would have done it, though? I think Tracker's the (laughs) only one who actually would do it out of the four. Yeah, I do too. i was so happy (laughs) when he won. It's like, ooh, can't make these other ones happen. I don't think CMJ is going to do a a solid (laughs) do the draw. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think Tommy would have been very confused, and I think CMJ probably had better things to be doing. So,
0: like running a very successful company.
1: Mm-hmm. But Dragon to be the best at it, anyway.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited to find out who I'm going to be paired with. Me too. There's
1: nobody like that stands out. Well, you actually. I think Sarah and Sarah would be a great team, but I'm only saying that because you're the best bowler.
0: But you see I'm kind of nervous now because what if I end up being really bad? Like that's a possibility that no one's thought of here. Do you have off games? Yeah, like especially when I don't have my own stuff with me. But I have that competitive spirit that never dies. So you're not going to pack your
1: favorite bowling ball and bowling shoes.
0: It's funny I was talking to my dad about this and my dad was like why don't you just bring a ball with you? And I'm like, God, I have to go to a wrestling show. I don't think they're going to let me bring a bowling ball into the venue. They're <laughs> like, what is this? Your hand handling with Your personal item is a bowling ball in a bag. <laughs> I think I'll bring my shoes, though. I'm very particular about shoes. So, no one laugh at me if I whip out a pair of bowling shoes. <laughs> Wear them to night um, one. Yeah, very fashionable. Very comfortable.
1: Hmm. Yes, it's important to wear comfortable shoes while standing in the Turbine Halle.
0: Yeah, I learned that the hard way. Mm -hmm. Definitely learned that the hard way. Might even buy a new pair of shoes just for Tag League.
1: I bought a new pair for Carrot that are not very nice, but they were comfortable enough. I want to get a nice pair of comfortable shoes, but I might wear them again. But I didn't wear them since they're, they're adidas cloud foam but they look kind of bulky i don't like them i don't know nobody cares about me not liking my trainers but there you go it's,
0: it, it's a very important matter i think i need to go properly shoe shopping
1: yeah we're, we're not joking don't wear like a battered up pair of flats i wore a pair of toms um to the fan show and my feet were really sore need something a bit better than just a pair of flats or definitely don't wear heels Unless like you're one of those crazy people who can stand all night in heels and won't feel it and need the height, I guess. But no, I'm not going
0: to recommend wearing heels. Do you ever see people traveling wearing heels? It's like superhuman. Yep, I can barely stand in heels. Let I mean, these people go traveling. Oh, I don't know. Going completely off track, but but comfortable footwear. Wear whatever you like, but comfortable footwear. Trust me. Sarah's hot tip: Add that to your like Germany recommendation list.
1: If you're standing, comfortable footwear.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Leah to do up a guide of how to pick shoes that are good for your gait.
0: Yeah, I wear Vans a lot. She would not be happy with me. (laughs) Oh well. Oh well. Um,
1: But yeah, that is that it for
0: the bowling. I think so. I think we've plugged it enough.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask you about your latest trip. You went last weekend.
0: Right? Yeah, I went over to Manchester for the British J Cup and inadvertently the wrestling media con. <laughs> um, this is one of the strangest experiences of my life. So, whatever we land in Manchester, you know, we get into the city, we meet up with our friend Scott. We go to Weatherspoons because that's a thing that you do when you go to wrestling shows in in the UK. And and off we went to this Boulder's Green, and it was really far outside the city. Like you had to get a lift, or you had to get like an Uber or something. It was not very accessible. But we're going to the meet and greet because obviously I had to go meet Roppongi three K. Like it has that that was a thing that had to be done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I got this on the book. they and. So I'm all flustered because I'm late, and like Andy Q was like closing up shop. I'm like, no, Andy Q, I have meet and greets. And it was like, ah, and that was fine. So I went over to meet them, and I was just like, they're signing away. I was like, oh, God, no, I have something else for you to sign. And I whip out the book, and then they just laughed at me. (laughs) I was like, yeah. And he's like, they're like, oh, you got the book. (laughs) What do you think of it? And I was like, oh, um, yeah, it was great. bit shocked by it, but it was great. And then they just kept laughing at me of how funny it was that I had the book. And then they asked me what page I wanted it to be signed on. And I was like, oh, um, you decide. <laughs> just- it was very awkward, but funny. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> <awkward>. <laughs> Sorry, what was that?
1: I said, I would have just said the cover. What page did you get them to sign it on?
0: It was this lovely portrait, on a a grayscale portrait of them. Ah. So they could use their uh, gold and silver pens to sign the page. Oh, that's nice. And, and, And Rocky was there too. And he was giving me advice for people wanting to go to Japan. That you go to the G1 first. And then you'd go to Wrestle Kingdom. And then you'd go to Super Juniors if you were to do like... What, like, if you're what wants to go to first, and that was nice. Rocky's really nice. And then I basically joined Rapongi 3K. Wow, that's yeah. good. Yeah, I think I'm in there, so that's that's a revelation. I hope yeah. you're Rocky in the new book. Yeah, it was right. Uh, Scott said that Rocky's the most stylish man he's ever seen, he's very stylish. Yeah, he is, and I really like his hair. Yeah, he's he's looking good I feel like it's crazy Rocky's been around for like 20 years in wrestling And I feel like he looks younger now Than he did like a few years ago I feel like he's just getting younger But yeah I met Liger as well He's a really nice Old Japanese man
1: Was uh, he still get up?
0: He he was just wearing his shorts And a t-shirt and his mask <laughs> But later on that night, we were talking to Kyle Fletcher, and he wrestled Liger, and like that was like Kyle's dream match, and he said that Liger still uses a flip phone, <laughs> and I just was like, oh, he uses a flip phone, and that just made me think, oh, old man Liger, so cute. Yeah. And I just feel weird, like, yeah, cute, Justin Thunder Liger, using his flip phone, taking pictures of everything. And um, my brother was meeting Liger as well. But because I was so flustered, I kind of ran away and forgot that my brother was meeting Liger and I was to take the picture. Oh no. And then Liger laughed at me. So, you know, I was bringing the laughs at the meet and greet.
1: <laughs> That's why they invited you to the media con, was it? <laughs> yeah,
0: I think so. They saw me and were like, oh, this girl's, uh, you know, funny. Let's, let's give her her own booth. <laughs> That's not what happened at all. I don't know how we actually made it into MediaCon, but the whatever way it was set up, uh like the where the British Jacob was was in like a separate arena. And then there was like the convention hall, which had the bar. So to get to the bar you had to basically go into the convention. And we were like, Well, we want to go to the bar. So you know, and that's where the meet and greet was is in the convention. Okay. So they were selling pink gin, so that was a great start. <laughs> and we were just hanging around. And then we saw Matthew, Matthew from Botchamania, talking to him. Um, and then these people from Wrestling Travel come up to us. And we were like, oh, like they probably want to talk to Matthew because he's like a big celebrity, like he's working at this. But no, they decided to talk to all of us, probably not having a clue who he was. And, like, asking us, like, why we travelled to be here this weekend. And he was just like, uh... <laughs> to see these guys. And It was very awkward. Seeing people from, like, Cultaholic and all these famous sites. And Cole Cabana was there doing his podcast. And you could do a meet and greet with Pat Patterson and, and Dave Meltzer. Wow. Whilst we were sitting, just drinking, going, what is going on here? <laughs> Did you have to pay to get in, or was it just part of? Oh, life? we were supposed to pay. Like it was supposed to be a paid thing. We just didn't. <laughs> yeah, you just want to. Yeah, you didn't really want to be there. You just wanted to go to the
1: bar, so it's not. Yeah, big...
0: and we just ended up walking around anyway. It was really strange. <laughs> like just, and then there's like the you know like the beast from the chase. Have you ever watched the chase? No, sorry it's this game show and like one of the guys from that from that was there and just random wrestlers like walking around like you'd just be standing around and like oh there's trevor lee because he's obviously on the impact show and you're just yeah it was i don't know but the fact that we weren't supposed to be there and then we i just ended up recording some audio while I was, I was there i don't know what to do with it though I attach it on the end here I mean, I, I did have a pitcher in gin, so I'm pretty, like, you know, loose, as they say. Oh,
1: well, I just got a DM from somebody, a superstar wrestler. Let's have a look. It's Ooh. very clean. Don't get too excited, guys. <laughs> it's official business, you know. It's not not the type of DMs that you have in your inbox. Not you, sir. I'm talking to you. Ooh. No, it's not. Not of that nature excellent it's from a one leon ruff <laughs> and he says hey the shirts will be shipped out tomorrow i hope they get to you on time i'm sorry it took so long Ah, that's very nice we're getting our skulk t-shirts for oberhausen um repping the skulk now the issue is that I didn't give him my address, so I don't know where he's going to ship them to. So I should really reply to that as soon as we finish recording.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, you can reply right now. I don't mind. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait.
1: He said tomorrow anyway, because um, the address that was on my PayPal is probably my parents' house in Waterford, and we water don't want them to go there. So I will reply later to Leon. Thank you, Leon Roth. Thank you, Skulk.
0: I can't wait to wrap them. Hey, that's me. That's just like day two, like walking in like that. Uh, Whilst we swarm the whatever wherever we're gonna stand, I don't know. (laughs) We're gonna skulk dance all
1: of day two. Hey, if I if I score a striking, I'll jump up and down and do hey.
0: (laughs) And then we all just circle like hey. Oh, skulk dancing just can work in so many situations. Yep. More, we need the skulk in Europe. Putting my foot down.
1: He will soon, I'm sure. Airfox is so good. He's got to be getting bookings over around soon. Hope it's just in what, in wrestling companies that I watch. <laughs> yeah. Not. not fine. Fine. I don't have time, people. Too much wrestling. There is.
0: like, at, at this Mediacon thing, there was other wrestling shows going on, but I was like, Oh, don't really want to go up to them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just here for the British Jacob. Oh, there was actual
1: shows happening at the.
0: Yeah, like it was funny. I I know I'm kind of skipping forward, but as we were leaving on day two, we heard some music coming from like the wrestling like auditorium, and it was Doug Williams, and we we're like, what? like why is Doug Williams wrestling now and it's for the NWA and it was a number one contenders match for the NWA title and it was Doug Williams against Nick Aldus. and they're <laughs> trying to get us to go into the auditorium we were like oh no 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 we don't want to watch this <laughs> <laughs> and we left
1: who was with you
0: it was myself my brother Scott and Blaine okay all who have been on this podcast in in some shape or form, and then we left to go get food. And we met up with Shauna for uh, in Manchester, so oh, lovely. It was, it was nice, yeah. but but the British J Cup, um, God, the crowd was dire, pretty much both days. Uh-huh. I I don't know if it's because I'm spoilt with other shows I've been to, and I know OTT is definitely getting a rep for having a fire crowd. But like I, no, it was really bad. Like, and I'm not the type of person that drinks a lot of shows because I just don't really like it. Like, I'd rather drink after or whatever. And I was like, oh, I need, to, I needed to to get through it. Like, it was dire. There was no reaction for anyone. Like, Leiker was the first guy out, and you'd swear it was, you know, a dark match with jobbers in it or something. It was yeah. that bad. I've never experienced something like that in my life. That's crazy for Liger. Like day two was a bit was better, but night one, I don't know. Like it wasn't that full either, and I don't know if it was because this media convention. If you bought like a platinum ticket, you got like everything included. So that would have included the British J Cup. But yeah, it was bad and. If you know me, I I get tend to get a bit loud at shows and I felt like I had to be really reserved because people were just like looking at me weird if I even tried to. Like obviously I was still chanting and stuff, but I obviously had to when uh, Walter and Tim Thatcher came out. Could not be, you know, loud for them. But but the show itself like the shows itself were solid, like none of them Actual tournament matches really stand out Like it was a good Watch and it's good to see all the New Japan guys like I'd never seen Liger before I'd never seen Teguchi before and it was nice to see Roppongi 3K especially Rocky Because I've loved him For so long But yeah it was just Very strange and I really wish The crowd were as into it as I was
1: Yeah, I get that feeling when I go to the Evolve shows mainly weekend. It's not good, you know, especially when the wrestling's so good. It's like, what's wrong with everyone? And then you kind of feel yourself that you should be doing more, but then you start feeling self-conscious, and it's just, yeah, the whole circle.
0: Yeah, like, there's people like Flamita and Bandito on this show. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm really familiar with their work. I've obviously seen them. Like, they were on, well... Like they're on all in, or one of them was, and they were like they're in PWG and they're the progress tag champs now. But like I was blown away by how good they were and the crowd gave them nothing. I just don't know how wrestlers motivate themselves in front of shit crowds.
1: Yeah. It's tough. It must be really tough.
0: And I don't know what it was. Like was the I just don't know, like, was the crowd not like smart enough or But that's a silly excuse, because if the wrestling's good, you're going to be into it. I don't know. I don't know. Rich Swan got a pretty big pop on the first night. And then on the second night, he got really badly booed. So that was something. That's strange. Yeah. It was, yeah. But it was nice. El Phantasma won the tournament. And that was kind of... Predicted really from the start it would be him or David Starr because that was kind of the feud that they had going on. David Starr being a metal heel in Rev Pro, he was against Kushida on the second line at one point. I just started shouting really loudly for Kushida, and then David Starr started giving me shit in the crowd, and I just looked at him with like a shit eating grin because I was like, you know, I don't care, I'm cheering for Kushida. David Starr (laughs) Jaren's gonna take your hair (laughs) Yeah How how do you like that But like I think it I just think being a heel suits David Starr a lot more Like I know he's a really Like big face in WXW But seeing him as a heel and rep pro I just feel like It just works so much better Like he's I think he's really good at being that cocky heel
1: David Star is a great wrestler. I know a lot of people on Twitter give him shit. Um, to be honest, I just put him on mute like months ago and that was the end of it. Um, this is what I do when wrestlers are annoying. But he's a great wrestler and I thought it's bullshit if people are saying he's not. Like,
0: Oh, yeah, no, God. Like his match with Kushida was great and I know he's been announced at Global Wars wrestling Kushida again. Like that's going to be really good. Like, I, I'm not particularly a big fan of him per se. But you can't, yeah. Like you can't deny if he's like that. He's a, a great wrestler, and he's doing great things this year. Yep, he's having a hell of a year. I haven't seen him work here yet, so maybe I'll
1: check that out on um, RevPro if I ever have time, which I probably won't, because it's even a struggle to keep up with WXW and OTT. I haven't even watched Rama yet. I planned to on my holidays, and then just never did. Oh, you have to watch Rama. <laughs> No, I I do have to watch drama. It
0: like I don't even think there's anything you can skip, which is the worst part. Well, there probably is, but the whole card's pretty excellent.
1: I do. I need to watch it. I'm going to the fourth anniversary show for sure, and I'm probably going to fan. Haven't decided fully on that yet, but probably.
0: I'm gonna be front row. At 4th Anniversary Show. And I'll probably bring Daryl in tow with me. Do. Do. Because... I don't know if I said it, but when... When L.I.J. got announced at Rama, I was really, really happy. I was like, oh, cool, Nido. And, no, it's all the lads. And then I was like, oh, is not going to be there. Because he's injured. And I really got really sad. And I may have cried a little bit. Oh, no. And I'm not... I'm not usually like that. I always go on that I cry and stuff, but no, like, I don't really. But it kind of hit me hard because how cool would it have been to see him in the national stadium? Yeah,
1: I get you. It is sad that he's out, but at least it's not as bad as it might have been, you know?
0: Exactly. And I'll bring Daryl, I'll wear my Hiromu shirt. Yeah. And hope that Nido gives Daryl a little fist bump. And then I'll be happy, happy out. Are you going to the meet and greet? No, because I've i met Nido before because my brother met him at a Ring of Honor meet and greet and I took the picture. So oh. I was like, hi, Nido, bye, Nido. And yeah, no, it's it's a lot of money. Yeah.
1: Well, hopefully, you'll see your front row with Daryl anyway and you'll get that this month.
0: That's all I want. Joe Ray, you've made dreams come true. You can make one more come true for me.
1: Gonna raise Axelito, Jr. from the dead.
0: (laughs) I was really hoping that like progress would bring him in or something for Wembley. Like they'd they'd call up Unky Paul and be like, we need a hand selling tickets. Yeah. Right. He would make sense for Progress as well, because he's been there. But no.
1: I'm surprised they didn't send him and Hero over for it.
0: You really thought they would have brought them in because I it's a really it's a big room where like this is not in any way true but I've heard like ticket sales aren't great like it's only around 3 or 4,000. So and that's a great number but for a 10,000 seater stadium I don't know.
1: Hmm, I I don't watch their main stuff, like their chapters, I can't say, like, some people are saying that they're still good, other people are frustrated with it, I know that. But myself, I I can't really comment.
0: I mean, I'm going to give Wembley a big shot, and yeah, I got really angry when Fan was announced, but looking at the card, like, Ilya Dragunov against Pete Dunne's going to be a banger, Walter Tyler's going to be a banger, Matt Riddle's last independent match, air quotes... Uh, Doug Williams' probable retirement match. Like, there's some good stuff on it, and Tim Thatcher's going to be on it, so I can't really, you know, complain too much. There's some good quality guys on it, and I, I hope it's a success because I don't like to see anything fail. You know, I want, I want everything I go to see be good.
1: Yeah, of course. That's like, I took no joy in not enjoying the progress show. Like, I would have been a lot happier if it was a good show. Like, I don't want to be. Just saying, oh, progress crap, blah blah blah. But
0: we're not that. We're not those sort of people.
1: No, if we say we don't enjoy something, we just kind of mean it. It's not, you know, we're yeah. honest. We're not that co opted, really.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like we, we, our lives are busy enough that when we go see wrestling shows, we want to enjoy them because we're spending our time and money on them. Yeah, for the most part, spending our money on them, you know.
1: Yeah, it's like the new wrestling company that's starting up in Ireland, um, The Courage Wrestling. And it's their first show and they, they're they bringing in a whole host of fly-ins. You can look them up on Twitter. There is a whole bunch of people. And the ticket prices are quite reasonable. They're quite low, especially considering the amount of people that they're bringing over. It's a bit strange. But it's a Friday night after work and... I was looking and it's like it will take me an hour and a half to get there from work and it would probably take me close to an hour to get home again afterwards so that's two and a half hours of my time before you can take into consideration the length of the show and I'm like I don't know if I can justify this I just you know it's gonna be five hours six hours it's it's just a lot it's not the money it's the it's the time that I just don't really have, but I could, you know, I could go, but I'm like, oh, I don't know.
0: It's in a very awkward spot in Dublin that's hard for anyone who doesn't live near it to get to.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Like, it, I'd be the exact same. That's how long it would take me to get there. And there's no kind of direct route either, so.
1: Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It's in- I'm I'm interested in it, you know, uh, interesting to see how it goes for them. Being it's their first show and nobody, well, that I know, knows much about who's running it or what's going on. or they don't even have that many Irish people on the card.
0: And the Irish people that they do are kind of the younger guys, like Club Rock shanty and stuff. So I hope it's a success. Yeah. Like I really hope for everyone involved and all the wrestlers involved that it is a big success. And it's for charity, so um, you want it to to be run well and you wanted to you know be a good show <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to say there yeah. <laughs> you want it to be good and I don't know if I'm going to go I mean there's some announcements that I've you know Paul London's a guy that you know if this was 10 years ago I probably would have bought a ticket already to go see um, so yeah let's let's see how it goes
1: yeah, I really like Laura Di Matteo, who's on the card, and Alpha Female, but I would have seen Alpha Female like a whole bunch of times in the weeks in between, so I don't know, and yeah, it's a weird one.
0: Just got to wait and see who else they announce. You got to make your Friday
1: shows later, people. need time to travel, same with your Cork guys. You need to get down to go to your show later on a Friday. People who finish work late. Well, no, probably they don't. It's just me because I work at Americans.
0: <laughs> so, I work till half five, so. Yeah, I
1: often don't leave the office till seven, so.
0: I mean, Phoenix had that show in Limerick last weekend. That seemed to be a bit of a hoot.
1: Yeah, some of the guys went down to that.
0: It looks like Dolan's was packed. They said that it was rammed and. Everyone had a great time and yeah, we're doing some angle now with some local boxer and well, to be honest, I don't really know what's going on. Um, But yeah, Phoenix are attracting pretty good crowds. That's really good. Like, I'm glad there's something good
1: going on down in Munster, uh, south of country where I'm from. Um, Yeah, just seeing Irish wrestling grow like that is really good.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting time for the Irish wrestling scene. There's so many companies either popping up or coming back from the dead. So, um, yeah, and NLW is coming back. That's another one. I never really knew of them in the first place. I didn't either, really. And then I was like, oh, NLW title. Oh, that's their belt. <laughs> yeah, that's the only <laughs> thing I knew of NLW. I was like, oh, okay. And Yeah, they're running down cold air on the 23rd of September. It's the same day as the PWU Celtic Cup. I know that for sure. Oh, okay. So There's a lot of wrestling going on in Ireland right now, and I feel like I just hope it doesn't burst the bubble because we've gone from having a show a month to several. Yeah. We'll see how that goes.
1: Yeah, I, I started going to OTT at the first show, like for the first probably... Three full years of OTT, there was like one show, or well, the contenders came along, but when there was just one show a month, I went every single month. Rather if I had something, on I think I missed like three OTT shows in Dublin in like the first three years. And now that there's like show nearly every week, or there's like five or six shows in Ireland a month, I'm probably not even going once a month anymore. I don't know if that's just because I'm so spoiled now or because I just have so much extra on, but it doesn't feel like I need to go to every show anymore.
0: It felt like an event before, like yeah. OTT Day. It's an event. event and you plan the day. Whereas now it's like, oh, it's another show. Yeah, grand. It's yeah. Like Been there. Cool.
1: But. Are really delivering as well, like they're bringing in crazy people. So, like, I'm still going to go to those shows, but I think that if they even had an off show now, people wouldn't go. I I get that feeling because, like, what 35 euro ish a month, it's expensive enough. And then, if you throw in some other shows as well, kind of, I don't know, like the other shows then mean like 10 euro or 12 euro, like it's not a lot of money, but it's a lot of time to be investing. I don't know.
0: And then you have people if they're really interested in the wrestling, they're gonna go travel.
1: Yeah, I'm like I'm gonna go to WXW weekenders regardless of what's happening in Ireland.
0: I just think it's crazy. Ott fans are gonna be my first main Ott show I'm missing in two years. Oh, Wow! Like the last main Dublin show I missed was um that invasion one. Uh, with War Machine and Zack Sabre Jr. August 2016? Wow. Like, I haven't missed a show, and I'm missing one now because I'm going to a wrestling show in Wembley.
1: But that was announced first. You probably wouldn't have booked Wembley if OTT had announced a date.
0: Oh, God, no. I was like, oh, it's a Sunday in London, and I bought a tickets a year ago. I was like, grand, OTT never run on Sundays, unless it's contenders. <laughs> And then, oh, no, we're going to be running women's shows and our fan night on Sundays now. I was going to say you're going to miss Defiant as well, but that's
1: the fourth anniversary
0: weekend, right? I'll be at Defiant, going from Wembley to Tag League weekend to fourth anniversary and Defiant weekend all in a row.
1: Yeah, I have to get home to see my parents at some point, so (laughs) I don't know when I'm going to do that. I should have went this weekend, but I was just too burnt out from travel. Probably go next weekend. I'll miss the Celtic Cup then, but I think that's the only chance I'll have.
0: Yeah, I think I might. I was really, really wanting to go, but I think I might have to give it a miss now just because I think I need a weekend of nothing.
1: Yeah, it's the extra travel up to Belfast too, especially if I have to go to Waterford as well.
0: And it's not a Sunday. So work the next day.
1: Mm. I would like to. Just, there's so much on. I don't know. I might not go to fan either. It depends how busy I'm at college. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. Too much wrestling. It's a bad... It's a stupid complaint to have. It's, it's not really a complaint. It's just...
0: It really is. Uh, I, feel, I feel really bad when I complain. And then there's other people who never get to go to shows. I'm yeah. like, oh, I feel like such an asshole.
1: No, it's not complaining just
0: it, it, just trying to
1: fit it into our lives exactly yeah
0: and anything else um no that's really it from me I'm just back in my bowling routine now of playing bowling tournaments so that's what my weekends will be taken up with as well as wrestling I'm glad we have a
1: pro on board for this Oberhausen Open that knows how the tournaments work because I have absolutely no idea
0: Yeah I'm going to have to put the the bowling hat on this weekend and work out logistics and timings and and stuff like that so I will get hard at work
1: I'm very excited to see what you come up with and I might just start shouting at people and telling them what to do like when we leave the venue or something because I feel like I need to have some kind of a input in this and I think I can mammy people and be like, come on, hurry on, put on your jacket, come on, let's go, let's go. And get them down down to the golden alley.
0: I think that's a great idea. I think I I was thinking the kebab stand could be the meeting point. (laughs) But then I'm like, no, because people are then gonna stand there for ages and eat kebabs and drink beers for too long. Yeah, that's
1: very possible. We could also maybe get the WXW van and get rotation to like drive us all down in the van. i shove in the back. <laughs> exactly. We'll all just, where the ring normally goes, we'll all just kind of hold on to the side or something and it can drive us down. Because despite what some people might have told you, it's not directly across the road from the turban. Hat. It's a solid 10, 15 minute walk.
0: That's that's okay. So basically it's a half an hour walk. By <laughs> <laughs> the time you get everyone rounded up, and if people are drinking, it's gonna take a while. They can get drinks in the bowling alley. We went in there right before it closed,
1: like five minutes before it closed, and the guy was like, Oh no, all these people are coming in now. Um, but he was very happy to hear that we want to talk about October. But there were still people having drinks in there at one AM, so
0: oh, sure we're grand, so yeah. we'll uh we'll get confirming everything and keep everyone up to date when we can.
1: Yeah, and that's it from me. Maybe Sarah will attach her audio that she recorded. Maybe she won't. I think you should. But
0: Or I could, just, I could add it to the list of everything we need to release in the bumper episode.
1: Yeah, you can do that too. If, if that's more comfortable. The Christmas episode.
0: Yeah, we'll see.
1: If you do want to sponsor a prize for the Upper House and Open, let us know. We may put a link for people to pay their registration fees. And if you do want to add some extra money in there for prizes, feel free. I don't know why you would, but you might, you might like to. Eamon has, the underbaker has very kindly offered to bake a cake for the person who does the best dab while bowling and records it, I believe.
0: Yes, I saw that.
1: So we're very happy about that. And that's a great prize for anyone. So, if you would like to offer a prize that's not cash, you can do that too.
0: Yeah, it'd be great. I'll probably think of a nice idea for a prize that will be sponsored from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think of something.
1: I'm going to hit up the voice arresting guys and tell them to give us stuff. They won't, but.
0: I mean, if you don't ask, you don't get, as they say. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> Like give us a voice wrestling pen or something, you know. So. A pen
0: <laughs> uh, to write down your scores with. I mean, yeah. maybe you should just give us all pens. <laughs> I think so. So we can all write down write in our score sheets because that's something I'm gonna print out. Yeah, get score sheets for everyone because that's oh. imperative to running
1: a bowling tournament. Okay, well, let's get some voice wrestling pens printed up then.
0: I think we should just tweet them at. Hey, at Voices of the Wrestling. We'll
1: do that right now when we go off the air and after I DM Leon Rush back to make sure he doesn't send our lovely Skull t-shirts to my parents' house. <laughs> and now that I own my own house, I really should change my banking address to here. I feel
0: like you should have done that a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think we'll leave it there for, for this week or month or whenever we're going to record okay bye everybody goodbye and sarah your classic line ian sing us away now the show is over and we still haven't met rover time to get some rest and recharge but join us next time won't you and we'll
1: discuss all those biggest shoes like jesus Waller's hands are so damn large Making friends and making times and resting round the world